Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heads Up, the weekly webcast and podcast of the National Headache Foundation. This is Dr. Lindsay Weitzel, migraine strategist, founder of the Facebook group Migraine Nation and chronic daily migraine survivor. I am super excited to be here today with someone who we have not had on Heads Up before. This is Dr. Merle Diamond. Hi, Dr. Diamond. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. Dr. Diamond is a headache specialist and associate director of the Diamond Headache Clinic in Chicago. She is also a board member of the National Headache Foundation. She is also an awesome person, and I'm really exciting, excited excuse me, to talk to her today. Our topic for today is alcohol-related headache, and we're going to take a slant on this um, because we have such a high proportion of people in our audience who have migraine. We're going to look at it as is this a headache or is this a migraine triggered by alcohol because this is the holiday time of year and all of us want to go to the holiday parties? Or is this a hangover? What's the difference? It's very interesting because we want to talk to people too who don't have migraine, who really don't understand the difference. And it was requested to us that we do an episode like this, talking about alcohol, headaches, migraines, hangover, et cetera. And we've never done that. And so I realized that uh, it's something we haven't done and we're going to go for it. So Dr. Diamond, um, first and foremost, let's talk about what is the difference between a hangover and a migraine that's triggered by alcohol? I think that's so funny that you're asking me that question because oftentimes I have people say, well, she has migraines, but you know, it's just a headache or whatever. And so what I actually use to educate some companions of people or people who really don't understand the devastating depth to which a migraine can take you is I'll turn around and say, have you ever had a terrible hangover? Right. And many people, not everyone, but many people can relate to that. And I say, well, think of having that every couple of days or periodically throughout your life when you haven't had the fun beforehand of going out drinking because there really isn't a whole bunch of difference between the symptoms of a hangover and the symptoms of migraine. They actually are quite, uh, uh, they, they replicate each other. You want to be in the dark. It hurts to move your head. Mm -hmm. It's throbbing. You're probably nauseated. You're likely to be somewhat dehydrated over time just because alcohol is a diuretic and that can, you know, kind of be one of the triggers, but the reality is the symptoms are not terribly distinct. Right. Um, So um, I think, I think we're splitting hairs. We don't know that, you know, we kind of know what happens in a migraine pathophysiologically, what's going on in your brain now, right? Right. Like trigeminal nerve and these neuropeptides. We don't know that a hangover is any different than that. Right. Um, So I I, I think that's an amazing point. Yes. Thank you for making that point. Yeah. I think that as someone that I had chronic daily migraine from the time I was a toddler till I was 30 and it, my personal migraine experience was extremely similar. Uh, Once I had one bad hangover, I knew better to never do that again because I already had a rough enough time. And that was what I already felt like. And I didn't want to make it any worse because I had a lot of nausea and vomiting with my migraine. And so it really does feel similar. But um, I think that people with migraine feel a little bit stigmatized sometimes like, oh, you just drank too much this time of year. If you the morning after a party, 
I have yeah. a migraine and often it can either be a, you had alcohol that was a trigger or B it's just a hectic time of year for us. And we might've been triggered by a lot of other things like a schedule change or staying up too late or anything. Um, and I think that's an important point to make. Absolutely. Like let's say all it was, let's say everything else was perfect and it was just the alcohol, alcohol access, a diuretic, right. you might not eat your dinner the same way. If you're at a party, you know, they're just all these different little nuances. And for most people around the holidays, we have too much scheduled right. and, you know, it's just a prime time uh, to get a migraine because our brain likes things regular. And when it's not regular, there's sometimes a price to pay. Right. So if we are someone who wants to go to a holiday party, but alcohol is a trigger for us, you know, we are prone to migraine. What are some tricks? Let's throw out some tricks for people, first of all, to prevent. And then we'll talk about maybe trying to stop it if we're like, oh my goodness, I'm not feeling well once I got home. So first let's talk about some tricks to prevent uh, having a, a alcohol related headache or migraine. Right. So if you're going out to a party and you know, you're not going to eat sort of in the fashion you normally would eat. Make sure you have a snack before you go if you're not able to control sort of your food intake that night. Mm -hmm. And particularly if you're going to have alcohol, try to avoid any trigger food substances that might be right. there. Um, so, you know, those little appetizers wrapped with bacon, if nitrates <laughs> are a problem, you know what I mean? Like just right. wise choices in the things you do eat. Right. Uh, one of the tricks that I was taught a long time ago is if you're going to have alcohol and you know, wine is a trigger, uh -huh. um, uh, use a clear alcohol and put a fruit drink in it. So oh, wow. okay. again, that kind of competes for the metabolism of alcohol. So it sort of sl slows the process. So your brain doesn't get quite so much of a shock of the alcohol. Okay. Or another trick is to have honey on a cracker before you go and honey on a cracker when you come home, because again, it's going to slow the metabolism. So there aren't abrupt ups, up and down with your alcohol level. So that's right. a simple trick. I when you that said that to me the first time I was shocked because I have never heard the honey on a cracker trick. And I hope everyone heard it. I repeated it because that was so cool. I can't, I really want to try this. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it, it's obviously we're trying to diminish symptoms. Right. So you may still get your headache, but if you're able to manage it, you know what I mean? It's right. really, really important. Um, remember your sleep cycle might be off. So, you know, if, if you wake up and have a blinding headache, remember that taking a long nap the next day is okay. not good for headache. It's okay to wake up, eat something. If you can uh, go back to bed, but don't oversleep because okay. that oversleeping again can magnify the migraine trigger that's going on. Okay. How about hydration? How about drinking a lot of water beforehand? People talk about this. Is this something that works? Oh, absolutely. And, um, having good hydration. And so somewhere along the line in your evening substitute with water or sparkling water or, you know, something like that. Um, right. nobody's going to hopefully examine your drink and say, Oh, you're a wuss. You're not drinking. Right. <laughs> okay. Do good self-care. Right. I mean, and that's a way to just decrease the amount you're drinking altogether, order a soda water for a while instead of something with alcohol in it. And that would be a great way. If you're someone who finds you can't drink at all, um, that is always a great trick. Um, so there are some people, and I'm one of these people, there are certain alcoholic beverages I can drink and be fine. There are other ones I can't drink at all. It will 
definitely uh, trigger a migraine for me. So um, what are what are some recommendations of maybe beverages that to stay away from if you have migraine? So really, really old wines that have a ton of sulfite in them. If you can get um, some of the newer wine uh, products will have less sulfites in them, uh, less histamine in them. They're, they're less processed, right? And mm-hmm. so they, and you can also get uh, something to diminish the amount of histamine and sulfites in the drink. And I forget what you said it was. Yes. Called. Yes. There's a lot of people that try um, these. I wish I had one to hold up. Um, there's different ones, but the ones that I have seen are called pure wine wands and you can stick them in your wine and it helps decrease uh, the histamines and the sulfites in your wine. Um, there's various products that can do things like that. If you're someone that still wants to enjoy, enjoy your wine and that helps you. Right. In general, white wine is better tolerated than red wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's very individual. That's one of the very frustrating things I think about migraine for patients is, right. you know, like they can have um, one wine one day and think they're drinking something similar, but it might have more sulfites in it and, you know, really uh, wreak havoc on their head. Okay. Um, so that's a big deal. All right. So what about, uh, if you get home and you realize there's a headache or migraine process in play already, um, what should you do? And is this answer different if you're a person with a history of migraine versus someone who doesn't have migraine? I think this is important for everybody, but particularly when you have migraine hydration is going to be important. Mm -hmm. So make sure you do that. I also, um, uh, will have you, if you haven't eaten enough, have some kind of protein kind of snack before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Again, the honey on the cracker thing can be really useful for people. And last but not least, non-steroidals and a hangover type headache, even even if you're a migrainer, may be a great option for you. So a good dose of a non-steroidal that you know really uh, treats your headaches like ibuprofen or naproxen are all really good choices. Um, and remember a good loading dose is important. So at least okay. 400 milligrams or 550, 400 milligrams of ibuprofen or 550 of naproxen. You want to get a good dose on there. So I think this question is important. People, I've known people who take acute migraine medicines, but they get a little confused if they've had uh, something to drink and they have a migraine and they, you know, they, is this, is this really a migraine? Is it a hangover type process? Do I take my migraine medicine, my triptan or, or other migraine acute medication? What is your recommendation in that type situation? If it feels like a migraine to them? Again, in my mind, those headaches are very similar. And I think you can take your migraine acute medicine. Okay. I think if you have a non-steroidal in your toolkit, mm-hmm. that's going to be your best option. Okay. But you can per- certainly take a trip tan. My only concern with the G pant, my only concern with the G pant is if you've really tied one on, like really gone, you know, down the road way past where you should in terms of alcohol. Right. Um, none of, none of the drugs that are approved today have any liver toxicity. They've proven that a million times, but I'm always erring on the side of caution, right? The earlier G pants had liver issues. So I would say that would not be my favorite choice, but triptans would be fine. Uh, non-steroidals would be fine. And I'd probably stay away from lasmitidan because it alters you Mm -hmm. and it can make you dizzy. And I don't know about you, but 
dizzy comes with alcohol for me. Right. Why I don't Probably drink. a good idea with any of those medicines that have or already have a warning on it that you might not want to drive after you take it. If you've been right. drinking, you might want to talk to your doctor before you take that one on top. Like do something that doesn't, yeah, you don't right. want something that's going to alter you further. Exactly. Um, so a bit of caution, a couple of the newer meds uh, that are out there for acute migraine therapy. Um, so, uh, my next question is I, many of us live in cities. I do where we have these IV bars that you can go to, whether it's for altitude, sitniks, hangover, some people go to them for their migraines. If the infusion clinic is closed, do you recommend those, uh, if, if for an alcohol related headache? Absolutely. And some of them, you know, we were talking ahead of time, we'll give you some magnesium and B vitamins and there's absolutely no harm in that. Mm-hmm. Super important. And as particularly if you're so nauseated that you don't think you can keep up with your fluids, mm-hmm. it's a great idea to do something like that. Right. You know, I'm in the Midwest, so we have a few of those places, not a ton. We but have a lot. Yeah. There are a lot. There are yeah. a lot. You guys are way more progressive than we are. You I'm can sort of also get, <laughs> yeah. And they, they will give you antimedics if you're vomiting. Um, right. so that it is a, you can get, uh, some help there if that's right. something you really do right. need. And magnesium helps the headache in a right. lot of people. So it's a great idea. It's a great infusion. Right. So let's get a shout out to our, uh, chronic migraine, chronic headache disorder process type friends who may just be sitting there going great, great story guys. But when am I ever going to get to go to a holiday party? I'm too sick. So what's, what can they do to stay in the holiday spirit, stay happy? I have been one of those people for years. I want to tell you guys, uh, there's 40 million of us. If you're sitting at home, you're not actually alone, you know, get in a support group, chat with the other people who are sitting at home because they're not feeling well. What do you want to say to those people, Dr. Diamond? Yeah. Um, there's no reason to be alone with your disease anymore. There's Mm -hmm. so many great support groups, uh, people you can connect with. Um, I think it's so important, um, because migraine is so isolating. I mean, it is migraine is horrid for patients and they feel left out and sad that they can't participate. And so I think that's a great time to do a family movie if you can tolerate it. Um, even if you don't think you can, um, be present, you can share that experience in your room, uh, comfortably with, you know, your, uh, things that you need. So for example, for some of my patients watching TV, like being on a computer is difficult, but I have them use like the LA lamp because that might decrease, you know, the light issues that they're having, um, hook up, you know, one of your, uh, I'll use Nerivio as my example, but you can hook that up. Um, and that way you can at least be present in some fashion without, right. you know, and I, I think those neuromodulating devices right. uh, can be super helpful without adding more quote unquote drugs to the cocktail. Right. So um, what you're talking about is for those of us that have a neurostimulator, whether it's the Cephaly or one of the other ones that go across our head, she was talking about one that goes on your arm. We have one that stimulates in the, the vagus nerve in our neck. And we've talked about them on heads up before. Um, you can use these devices or something that kind of gets you a little more present 
to be with your family, friends, or even friends over the phone while watching a movie at the same time. I have done that. Uh, well, now I wasn't feeling good because most of my migrant friends are in other states. So that is an option um, to watch movies at the same time with someone that's not where you are. Right. Yes. I, I love that idea. And, uh, and also just being able to chat with other folks, you know, um, that might be your, and I think the thing that I would share with people as a clinician is, you know, there's so many changes coming. This is so important today. Um, having done this for 30 something years, I can say that some days it's like a party in my office because of the new options patients have. I'm literally, I was just sitting with a man who's going on a, who, who had essentially 24 days of migraine, you know, since he was 10 years old and with some of his newer therapies, including neuromodulating devices, including, you know, using the green lamp if they need it, uh, including those things. He had three migraines last month. He's planning a cruise. So, so, so the other thing I want to share with people, even, even people who have not been able to find help yet is every day there's something new. Like mm-hmm. as an older doctor, it's taking me some time. Like I got six new products in the last two months. I'm like, which one was that? No, I'm kidding. But I mean, right. you know, the world is opening up and I really believe that the next decade will be so much better for all of us who suffer from migraine because there's so many more tools. That's very true. I have, um, I, I think most of our audience knows that we do a podcast every time a new medicine is released. And I have two new announcements, not necessarily necessarily releases, but new data this week that I'm recording. So it is an extremely exciting time um, for all of us. So nobody should be giving up and this should be an exciting time, regardless of how you're feeling. Cause this is, if you're someone with migraine, this is the best time to be alive. So Uh, That's a great way to close out. Um, And I hope everyone stays happy and healthy during the holidays. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to add, Dr. Diamond, before we go? Just, uh, you know, go and do the things you can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prepare. You know, it's kind of like you're going on a trip when you go out to a party. Make sure you have what you need. Right. And, um, and, And have an escape route. I always tell people have an escape route. Mm-hmm. Um, have somebody who can get you home if something happens. You know? Oh, yes. Great and, idea. Yes. Yeah. Just always, I always feel like if you're prepared well, then you have less anxiety, which of course can help you have a better time and hopefully feel better. Right. Um, and yeah, just I hope everybody has a safe and happy holiday season. Yes. And thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Diamond. And thank you everyone for joining us here this week on Heads Up. Please join us again next week for the weekly webcast and podcast of the National Headache Foundation. Goodbye, everyone.